0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, and welcome to Cryptobiography. I'm your host, Brandon Starr. This is episode 336 of Cryptobiography, and I'm calling it Greece and Spain. So uh, I have been doing putting out uh, for the last three weeks, we've been putting out uh, compilations of previous episodes. And uh, the reason I do that is be- is because I have to, basically. Uh, I'm pretty good about actually, you know, getting the writing done, assuming I have the time. But in this case, I was out of uh, town, so to speak. So what happened? Um, Well, uh, so my wife, my mom, and I all went on a trip together. Uh, We did a similar trip in some ways last year where we went to Ireland and France. This time it was Greece. And Spain, although really it was um, it was around Barcelona only uh, for Spain. Uh, the reason for that is when we were first planning the trip, and this was months ago, um, we were also going to include a few days in Egypt to see the pyramids and so on. And but as and we even paid for part of it, unfortunately, because as we got closer to it, it became more and more apparent that things were heating up. Uh we actually canceled it even before um the big blow-up uh, in Gaza and so on. But because uh if you like uh, the um the State US State Department and the Canadian State Departments, they have like different levels of diff- you know, of like they have like danger levels essentially. And, um, the Egypt one had been creeping up and it actually got up to the level that was right before the level where they just don't recommend that you go at all. Um, that was for the U S also, um, Canada was having a bit of a kerfuffle with Egypt and, um, we basically making it so that Canadian citizens weren't able to get any sort of automatic visa to, to enter even as a, just a tourist, which is what we would be doing. Um, you would have to like go there and then like get in line and sign up for it. It just wasn't gonna work out. So yeah, so we went, we picked up my mom. She lives in the Denver area. And then we headed out. Went to Greece for a week. And basically what we did is we had a little bit of time before, a little bit of time after, but most of the most of the tour of the trip was uh just a big tour of Greece uh, it was really really well done we had a uh tour leader named Stephania, and she knew she really knew her stuff she'd been doing um doing tour leading for quite a while she also uh, back in college had been um, a history uh had, had had studied history um greek you know greek history specifically which was perfect cuz that's that's you know, the, the main thing of, of where we went. There were a few things that were, you know, sort of post, um, you know, classical Hellenistic Greek areas, um, as well, you know, the a few sort of uh, Byzantine, uh, Ottoman, that sort of thing like that. But the main the main attraction and the thing that I really liked uh, best was all of the classical Greek sites. So uh we we started in Athens and we got to see the Acropolis um and some other places as well. Uh the Acropolis is really, really remarkable. Uh it was really interesting to stand there where like, you know, so much history has had happened and um you know if you and you just look out and even in you know in the uh, ancient period, the Acropolis was the center the amphalos the means the navel or the center um of athens and and it still is today uh Athens grew up all around the Acropolis, so when you go up there uh, anywhere you look is just you see like the sea of buildings of Athenian buildings, modern Athenian buildings um and yeah, so it was really great to see to see that. We also saw um, uh, Olympia, where the the ancient Olympics were held. One of the interesting things about that is that it's also where the um, Olympic torch is lit. So what they do is, assuming it's not raining uh, on the day of the ceremony, which most of the time it's not, it's very dry in Greece for for the most part. It's um especially you know where where it is uh and assuming it's sunny then they have like this bronze sort of bell shaped device and it was used even in in ancient times uh and it basically just focuses the sunlight uh and you and you know uh because it, it's because it's shaped like a bell there's a part there's a little point in the middle where it gets extremely hot because the sunlight is all being focused on it and uh yeah you could, they light the torch there and then it you know it heads out to wherever that years olympics is from there which was really cool and and it was also just interesting to see the uh you know the ancient stadiums and and so on we also saw some very interesting old uh ancient theaters as well um, we also saw the, um, uh, the oracle. So we went to Delphi and saw where the oracle was, which was really cool. It was a very historic place as well. Um, you know, and of course, it's all ruins now, unfortunately. You know, it's, it, this is, we're talking about over 2,000 years ago. Uh, well, a little less than 2,000 years ago for the, you know, sort of the end of the, of the period. Um, a lot of these Grecian sort of Hellenistic, uh, you know, places um, were sort of kept were were in use until, um, and then you know, Greek Greece was taken over by Rome, and then, um, but it really didn't change anything because the Romans loved the Greek culture and they basically, you know, believed in all the same gods. They had different names for them, that they had, you know, the same pantheon of gods. So, um, so you know, the, the Romans, you know. A, adored greek culture and so uh the you know the the uh, olympics kept happening and so and you know the oracle was still consulted and all that sort of thing uh, was still happening until uh rome became um christian and then a lot of these uh you know old uh polytheistic, uh, you know, religious places, um, were, you know, basically no longer allowed. And, um, in some cases they actually destroyed, you know, they, they actually pulled down and like took the, a lot of the, uh, like the statues and sort of the more expensive and mobile things were um taken down like even in ancient times uh you know stolen by the romans or by other people who uh who conquered uh greece for whatever you know and at a particular period of time um and then, but sometimes the, the ancient Christians actually pulled down like the actual buildings as well. So some of them didn't really survive that long. Um, but a lot of them did, um, because they like, if, if there wasn't, you know, if it was out in the middle of nowhere, some of these, some of these places, you know, they just weren't very nearby. So they didn't necessarily get destroyed right away, but over 2000 years, things happen. There's a fair bit of, um, there's actually a number of earthquakes that have happened in Greece over the centuries. It's fairly um, it's fairly geologically active. Uh, there's also, and you know, and sometimes uh, you know, buildings would get taken down for the you know for the stone. They essentially just use the stone to make other things, to make walls, to make castles, to make churches, stuff like that, over the centuries. But it was still there's still enough there and, and, and hearing about it and being in those places just is really, really, really interesting to me. And um and uh, my wife and my mom also really enjoyed that as well. I also must say <clears throat> that the the Greek food is wonderful. Um we, we had a hard time getting good wine, or at least wine that we liked. Uh there's a cut we went actually to a winery and that was actually the best place the place where we enjoyed the wine the most, but mostly we kind of started sticking to beer just because we didn't like the wine very much, but the food is amazing, like they you know they always it's not very expensive, they give you lots of it, um just wonderful olives and you know um seasoned meats, and uh the tomatoes there are so good, like it was this is out of season, you know we're talking November, and um their out-of-season November tomatoes were better than, like, high summer tomatoes here in the United States. Like, it's so good. And I uh, got to try a lot of foods that I had never tried before. I uh, enjoyed some ouzo, which was really good. In fact, we bought a bottle to drink, some, to drink later on. Um, and by the way, don't freeze your ouzo. We accidentally f- um, froze the ouzo. I didn't think it would freeze because I put it in the freezer for a little bit just because it doesn't matter why. Anyway, I did and froze it and actually changed the flavor of it. So if you ever get a bottle of Ouzo, it's okay to drink a glass and put a little ice in it to cool it down, but don't actually chill the bottle all the way to freezing. It's not good for it, as it turns out, and I had no idea. So, uh, but anyways, Greek, uh, Greece was amazing. Then we went, um, like I said, we had canceled the, the Egyptian, um t- tour because of, well, it, it was heating up at that time this is like again even before the Gaza strip thing happened um which expanded our time in barcelona so the reason we stayed in the barcelona area is because originally we were only going to be there a couple of days so we had sort of started to make some plans and and so on um once we expanded it we did look around to see if there was any sort of pan spanish tour but unfortunately in november especially as late as november this was because it was even after the greek we were on the last greek tour uh for the season um with the one that Stefania was doing and then her company like shuts down for a few months and starts up i don't know when maybe april or something like that uh but but anyway so you know we looked for a spanish uh, multi-day tour uh, to take us maybe you know all throughout spain because we had the time if we but it just wasn't working so we found some day tours and those were good and then we spent some other time just touring on our own so um for for barcelona um one of the we we did like the bus tour because you have one of those hop on hop off bus tours we did those saw a lot of great things you know in barcelona itself but then for the day tours Uh, We did Montserrat, which is uh, just sort of this mountain just north of, uh, I think it's north uh, of Barcelona, and uh, it has a... Uh, and it has like a, a big religious uh you know thing up there and it's all it's all ancient has some great views and some beautiful building, old buildings and so on. Uh the Spanish stuff is uh even though Barcelona was founded during uh the second Punic War which is pretty old, you know that, that's uh, like a couple centuries BC. So kind of the same period as some of the Greek Grecian stuff, but unlike the Grecian stuff which Many of the things, either you know, like the Acropolis is up on top of a hill, and it was sort of considered, you know, sort of historically important. Even you know, it has been for centuries. So it was semi-protected, even though it got blown up at one point. And you know, the Acropolis is in the middle of nowhere. The Olympus things is, is in the middle of nowhere. There's a lot of stuff that, um, you know, that is still there that didn't get built over. But unfortunately, with Barcelona. Yes it's that old but all of the ancient roman stuff has just been built over because it's been continually occupied uh, since since those times um it wasn't founded by the romans it was founded by you know, their opponents in the punic wars but uh, and then you know but then rome won and they you know they had spain um they didn't call it spain at that time but anyway um but anyway so, there's not a lot of like actual like Roman era stuff there, but there's some really cool post Roman stuff, um, which was really nice. And, uh, so yeah, so we saw uh, that. We went up to Fig- uh, Figures, which is where, um, the uh, Dali Museum was. And we spent, you know, uh, some time there in the Dali Museum. Really, really interesting, I found. Um, interestingly and then we spend a lot of times so those those were a couple of day trips and um, and then we we spent a lot of times like looking at the uh barcelonian museums because there's some wonderful museums in barcelona uh really really impressive and one and that includes the gaudi um the cathedral uh for of uh, gaudi um it's called the sacred family the familia and um that was really interesting. And it, it was also interesting because that made two places where the artist had both designed the place and then been buried in the place. So Dali is actually buried in his museum in Figures, and you, cannot, you actually walk right over his uh, tomb, uh, which is unusual. Like, usually, you know, tombs are sort of like put up in ways that, you know, people look at it, but they're not allowed to, like, go, you know, walk over it or anything. But the Dali Museum like his burial place is right there and it's kind of like this almost like theater sort of feeling place right in the middle of the museum and it's there's like a and there's you know a regular floor and then in the middle is like a metal area and that's and his body is underneath there and he's right in his museum Dali Museum really interesting Uh, a lot of great art there as well of course but the interesting thing like I say is also um Gaudi is, uh, is, is in the familia. It's in the cathedral. He actually has a tomb down there and, and you see his tomb too. So, you know, we, uh, we actually saw two different places where, which is kind of an unusual thing in the world. And yet two of them are right around Barcelona because, you know, figure is only like half. It's like an hour and a half away drive. It's very close. Yeah. So there's two places where, where like famous artists like designed a place. Had it built during their lifetime and actually were buried um, uh, underneath it. Of course, the Gaudi was, has been being built for like a long time now, well over a century, and um, I think it's closer to two. And uh, I think Dali's museum. Well, it started out as a theater, and then he it was being it, he transformed it into the museum, and then he was buried there. So I'm not sure exact, the exact timeline on that. But anyway, very interesting. Um, both uh, well worth seeing. If you do see the Gaudi uh Sacra Familia Cathedral, um, try to see it in like the afternoon or maybe the morning. Don't do it at noon. And don't do it when like the sun's gone down. Like it was because, of, because it was almost winter. Um, we only had a certain amount of, you know, daylight. And we went there uh, at four. But it was perfect because it was shortly before the sun went down. Fortunately, it wasn't cloudy. And the stained glass windows just explode with light uh, at that time of day. It's really gorgeous. So definitely do it like that. Like, go, hopefully it'll be, it won't be, you know, you can't always control the weather. But try to see it either in the afternoon or in the morning, but not kind of midday. And yeah, um, we also saw several uh, art museums we saw the Picasso museum we saw um uh, so several uh, modern art museums as well really really interesting stuff well worth doing so i am back in town um had a had a wonderful time we actually came back a few days before thanksgiving to Denver and then spent the the time with my sister and my, my mom, that's my mom lives with my sister. So, um, lived with their family and, um, got to see my nephew, uh, play tennis and spend time with Steph and Bryn and it was great. Um, had a wonderful Thanksgiving meal and, and all that sort of thing. Uh, so yeah, a lot of fun, really enjoyed it. Um, Quite a wonderful trip. Definitely recommend uh, recommend Barcelona. I uh, recommend Greece. Uh, the food is amazing in Greece. The food was and the food was good in Spain, but it was amazing in Greece. <laughs> and I wasn't the only one. We we ended up all feeling the same way about that. Um, but definitely, uh, yeah, they're definitely both worth checking out for sure very interesting historic places to go. Um, both of them, you know, tons of natural beauty. And I would recommend also, um, going at the sort of time we did because it's a lot less crowded. Yeah. Uh, if you can avoid like the summer crowds, you know, cause that's when people tend to travel because, you know, kids are uh, out of school and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, but it, also the weather is great. Cause like, you know, um, i live in the pacific northwest of the united states it's not particularly hot here and it was roughly like as hot there as it is here like in sort of like almost midsummer like it was still way warmer there than it you know than it would have been like in like august or september for the most part here in here uh in the pacific northwest so the weather was just gorgeous because of that uh it was perfect and and uh, we and we really appreciate that as well hardly any rain um although it was it can be wetter there than it was this year they're having a bit of a bit of a dry spell at the moment in both places both Greece and Spain um the weather's been very crazy if if you you know follow the news at all um fortunately the recent uh there was no like where we were going there just wasn't any um uh I didn't see any uh, evidence of like the the recent floods in Greece because Greece had had some pretty nasty floods just a couple of months ago and um but apparently it didn't affect the sort of places where we were going um which you know tended to be up a little higher and tended to be you know that that sort of thing so a little more remote but not not where it was getting uh <laughs> getting blown away by the we- by the weather, which is good so anyway, I am back um we only got back a couple of days ago and i am still completely like shagged out i'm really tired and uh you know it's all those many hours of uh hour, you know of, of uh time change you know the jet lag and so on and i'm uh, hoping you know so i knew because we just got back 2 days ago that i was not going to have time to do a whole week's worth of writing or anything for um for the next episode but i am planning on starting writing um either later today or tomorrow and, you know, getting going on for the next episode. So uh, we'll get back to uh, back to the story. And thank you for listening. Um, And yeah, uh, definitely uh, check out those countries if you ever get a chance. Um, I would say do the same thing we did and either pick, you know, before or after the sort of the height of the summer season, um, because the weather was perfect for us it could rain there but it, it wouldn't have been a big deal if it rained a little more than it did and it definitely like the temperature's a lot better and it's and it wasn't crowded like almost and it was still busy a few there's a few places where it was still busy like the acropolis and the acropolis museum were still fairly full um but i can't imagine how much uh, more crowded it would have been uh like at the height of the summer so definitely if you ever get a chance to, like check those out they're amazing Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or questions about this episode or previous episodes, cryptobiography at gmail.com or it is up on Facebook, uh, Twitter, or uh, Mastodon. And thanks for listening. Words of Music, copyright 2023, uh, Brandon Starr, all rights reserved. Thank you. For, uh, thank you very much.